Remember me calling you guys shit face the one night? I told you about a bouncy house in my backyard this summer. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I looked it up the other day. It's only three hundred and like eighty dollars for a twelve by fifteen. I'd, I'd buy everybody. That's a decent size. I'd so, buy everybody the inflatable boxing gloves and shit for the bouncy house. boppers. I yeah. Get, we all buy a lucha mask. I have. I have two lucha masks right now, and I have a Danny Darko mask. And I also have the helmets. I'll be downstairs, but I don't think helmets would be the goodest or greatest thing. It's Donnie Darko. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I have buddy, what's the Danny Darko lot? So Danny you Darko. Mix, like, You're just Donnie, thinking of Danny Phantom. Thank you. you. I was gonna say you, you mix Ooh, like Danny Phantom. You mix two shows and came up with that. You're welcome, I guess. No, this is oh. white guy logic. Okay, so we all obviously Masons. He already claimed the ref. So if I buy this almost four hundred dollar bounty house. We're going to come to my house on shutdown, and we're going to get super drunk. Can we put the hot tub in it? I was just thinking no, that. I gonna, <laughs> no, because if I do that, I was that, thinking that next to it, at least, so we can get all slippery and, like, fucking Oh, fuck, we could, we could, like, <laughs> suplex somebody outside of the bounce house into the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> you got homeowner's insurance, right? Like, medical <laughs> liability on there? I'm going to have you guys sign waivers, though. I'm not <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not liable for the medical bills that I incur. Yeah. <laughs> I won't sue Carissa. I'll just sue you. So Jake's my- just clotheslining us out <laughs> of the fucking... We're married, so you'll be suing her, too, technically. Oh, that's right, you are married. She does have the <laughs> money. So I got yeah, a question, like, how did you... The Necronomicon awaits. A ritual must be performed. Seems fairly obvious. Batu! Marada! <laughs> I told you I would find you. Noni! Fast, fast in your seatbelts. It's going to be a bump, bump, bumping night. It's showtime. What's your name? What? What is your name? We are men of misfortune. How did how did the start? How did you come uh, up with this idea? Because I do remember you calling me and being like, yo, guys, and I put you on speakerphone so everybody yeah, can hear we you hammered. talk about this. I'm like, oh, Jake's calling me drunk again. No, Maybe. I think Carissa called you and then you called me at the same time. Is that what happened? Or something like that. Carissa... Maybe. It might have gone that way. I know I that we were say both that... on the phone. And... Yeah. Like, one of us was talking <laughs> to the other, and you're just like, dude, I got the fucking lucha masks. Like... Bounce house is that expensive. This. Like you were even talking about just buying a whole bounce house off Amazon. Because it's like renting one is like two hundred bucks a day or whatever it is. Why yeah, well, we're gonna need as well buy one. Day. one. <laughs> yeah, just buy one. It's fucking Unless up. you're gonna use it on a regular basis. I mean, I don't know. I maybe mean, you and, maybe you and Carissa could use that to take out your anger on each other. Just go beat the shit out of each other in the bounce <laughs> oh, house. She'd win therapy every time. Idea. <laughs> That's a solid therapy Good idea. Bro, no, here we go. Clones lines him, and she's like, "All right, I forgive you." Jake op- opens up his own couple's therapy uh, office, and it's just the bouncy house where they beat the shit out of each other and scream at each I'd other go. what they hate. You gotta have I'd, those go. Like, I'd uh, go, too. S- seriously, though. I'd go. And then I'd do it, like it a, wouldn't be a couple's thing for me. I'd bring my mom with just for the free chance. And then, then the shit out of your mom. <laughs> and then, like, on the other side of it, have a rage room, so then you can go to the rage room after the bouncy house we and can beat the shit out of other things. We can combine business ideas. There and then, go. when we're all done and all made up, we can go to the bar and play games. There you go. Who's going to run the bar? Fuck, I didn't get that bar. One of us. What bar are you putting it next It'll to? It'll be a robot. <laughs> Is it going to be in the back pocket It's going to be called the Black Eye. Hey, Jake. <laughs> we should expand your basement out underground and make it into a secret room and shit. Bar where I Dude, we were going to... I was going to say, you're going to call it like, I, I'll never tell you twice or some <laughs> shit like that. Shouldn't have told you twice. I don't know. <laughs> 
I made a police joke the other day. I want to say walking into work, like somebody said something about domestic abuse, and then I was just like, oh, "How the fuck did it go?" I was just something like, "And that's why I'm a cop because I can legally beat my wife or something <laughs> like that." <laughs> like it's just a Jesus part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> when you get the badge and gun, you get the rights to beat your wife. That's the one of the prerequisites. She gets the right to remain silent. And with that fucked up joke, oh, you fucked up. I know. You fucked up. And with that joke aside, we are the men of misfortune. Thank you for tuning into a new episode. I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. I am Riley Wallen, and I am not a woman abuser. <laughs> <laughs> I am Tom with the magic wand, fresh from the MCOC part of our show. He is now a new host right now. Mason is taking a sabbatical. He is. If you guys want to send him an email, better wishes type thing, go ahead and email us at menofmisfortune at gmail.com. I'm sure he would greatly appreciate it. We also have some exciting news regarding Tom. Ooh, drum roll, please. We're going to be, me and my wife, we're going to be recording our podcast, uh, sub part of this, uh, what do we call it? Group? Company? Network? Network. Network. Thank, thank you, Riley. <laughs> Group part of the network. We'll be here all week. Called, <laughs> he'll be, he will be here all week. We are in your house. That's true. Called the Cryptid College. Hopefully we're going to be recording here either tomorrow or the coming weekend. So we're Putting our episodes out. And what look you guys for, look for our first episode. It's going to be about the Mothman. So I was we're just about to ask, what are you guys going to be talking about on this show? Uh creepy supernatural creatures trying to uh kind of shed some more light on it because there's a lot of stories about when you meet one of the creatures the wendigo the dogmen werewolves and shit but it's always about running away and not knowing how to either protect yourself from ghosts witches anything like so any weaknesses what lures you can look up to help better prepare yourself for a uh, supernatural entity so, will you also be covering, like, mythological creatures and conspiracies? Yes. I love this. <laughs> I love this. Whenever you guys have a Titanic episode, put, the, put me on it. All right. I want to be on the Titanic Dude, episode. your beef with the Titanic. I don't I just have about a fucking beef. It's the only conspiracy we, I actually, like, genuinely care about. I, we talked about this conspiracy in class. Like, there's a lot of people that, like, believe, believe this is because legit. Because there's a lot of proof to so back what's, it up. So, what's the theory? Oh, God. So, there was a ship owner... <laughs> Look at him go. There's a ship owner <laughs> who owns the ship called Olympian. You have Olympian, and then you have the Titanic. The Titanic was – fuck. The Olympian was repainted over, renamed. There was a giant insurance policy taken out on it. He had all of his competitors put onto this ship, and he himself even was supposed to be on the ship, but last minute he canceled and got off the fucking boat. He sent this like 30 year old fucking ship that was on its last leg out to sail with all of his enemies with a giant insurance policy on it, sank that bitch, and then scrapped the Titanic later. All right, that's really fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of people died. He got hella paid. So, like, there, there's a whole. Venn diagram I could fucking do to like be like this is how this fucking happened. All right, well let's not get too far into that. We also have one other person of our team here. Nah, who... fuck that guy. We're going about the Titanic. Let's go. What did I start? I have you raining dipshit, and I did not mean to start Titanic talk. 
You did this. You did. You it's did okay. This. I kind of wanted to know, too, because I've heard a little bit of Titanic talk lately in the socials, and this is the first time I've actually gotten any backstory on it. So. I I don't really believe in conspiracy theories. Like, a lot of them the will be fuck like... fuck you don't. I was going to say, the fuck, the fuck you, you just, don't. The fuck you just <laughs> said one. Well, no, I'm just... I was getting into it. I don't really believe in conspiracy theories. There's a, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories, and I'm like, all right, I could see that being a possibility, but I do I'm, like, wholeheartedly into it. The Titanic is the only fucking one I'm like, all right, this is fishy as fuck the entire time. Once you believe in one, it's a rabbit hole. You'll, I, found an, you'll find another. I don't care. You believe in one, you believe in conspiracy theories. Maybe. Otherwise, you wouldn't believe in this one. I want to say the first conspiracy theory that I ever hardcore got into was definitely 9/11. I brought yeah. like what, I, what about 9/11? What about 9/11? Just how wasn't how it was an inside job. I mean, like I didn't like I would always hear that like growing up like after it happened, of course, but then like By I don't know, one like night a I just drunk redneck who's like 9/11 no, didn't or, happen. like you know, extreme like liberal <laughs> no, like conspiracy type people, shit like that, but and then one night I just got on YouTube and I watched like seven hours of nine eleven like, conspiracy Where's the plane videos. at after the Pentagon? Why just why did the camera not just capture all you the huh? thing, like all the evidence and other factors that would like contribute to it being an inside job? Like, I mean, there was another plane that hit the World Trade Center like back in the fucking seventies or something happened. like that. Nothing. It literally like bounced off the plane, uh, the tower. So it just all kinds of shit like that, like just got me my wheels fucking turned. I'm like, you I guys no so more about suck this. at interrupting him while he's talking. Uh, you did it like four it. times a piece. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's so, sitting there, keep going, and you're going, like, yeah, this. Well, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, the Pentagon, you, only one person died in the Pentagon. When but that, why didn't the camera right above the hole capture anything? Well, I, no, I was just trying to add to your comment. Where's yeah. the planet? Why are you asking me these questions? I'm telling you that I believe that side of the story. What that the Pentagon didn't? Oh, get so you believe in conspiracies? Yeah, the, the, it was like a bomb or something internal. Because yeah, there's one, no, there was no plane wreckage. No, to be there found. was only one person killed when the Pentagon got hit, and it was a yeah janitor. because they evacuated it that yeah. day. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Our wow. English teacher knew the guy that was supposed to go in and work that day. Oh, really? he knew a guy. Yeah, fucking Twan Brown did. Oh, Twan Brown. He, yeah. Come on, like grain of salt. I don't know, dude. He he was pretty solid with the story, but yeah, he's one of right. those teachers that like I love him. I love uh, he was my English creative writing teacher, and he's and also like full blooded Native American. Full blooded. We're just calling people out on this podcast. It's, no, this guy is fucking awesome. <laughs> no, Twan Brown is great. Twan he's Brown is shit. great. But like sometimes he would say things, and you're just like. There's no fucking way. Like, you want to talk about going down the rabbit hole? This guy did it. Like, all, like he would literally be like, all right, I'm going to give you an assignment. And then somebody would be like, oh, what do you think about this? And he'd be like, well, let me fucking tell you. And, like, 30 minutes would go by. And then he'd be like, all right, it's time to go to lunch. Have fun, guys. <laughs> so that's how you got out of homework and shit. Every, every, day. every single time. All the Yo. fucking time. Teach, what do you think about this? Everybody's looking around. Everybody's looking around like, yeah, you motherfucking know what you're doing. <laughs> he like, w we started reading like, uh, he he was trying to tell me that there was like no ethical ethical super. Uh, fuck, what is going on with me? Super Saiyan? No, <laughs> superheroes. Super Soaker. <laughs> there were no ethnic superheroes, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what about like Apache Chief? Okay, he was like, all right, fine, one. I was like, what about Black Bolt? All right, fine. There's two. What about uh, Silver Samurai? And he was like, all right, what I'm trying to say is they're not equally represented. I'm like, yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but like how you came at this whole thing was just that there's none, absolutely none, zero. And I was just telling you. So he was super easy to uh, disprove sometimes, but he also was super easy to you know, bring up like one conspiracy theory, and he would just talk forever 
and ever about this, and he had all this knowledge. He was a great teacher, but could you imagine like at a three a.m. conversation when you're both shit based with him? It would oh, that'd be insanely awesome. You'd be great. Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. Like, there was a it. point where he was trying to date my mom. How'd Did that I th- go? Uh, I don't. Well, really obviously remember. not good. Yeah, they, nothing like ever happened, but they were definitely talking like outside of school and stuff. Nine like, months later, Riley. Was I think born. he. I think he added. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I fucking wish Twan Brown was my dad. That would have been awesome. Hell yeah, dude! You could get the Native American discounts and shit. Like, I know. I don't even give a fuck about no, that. I'm just, I'm just like, like you would have been a cool dad. Like, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> e Chuck. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> we're getting canceled. Oh, yeah, yep, one hundred percent. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about ghosts. I know we spent the last like 15 minutes talking about conspiracies, but, uh, but that's we, okay. We have, uh, we're going to be talking about our personal feelings towards our own ghost stories. We're going to be talking about, uh, fan emails that were sent in about our, you know, personal st- or their personal stories. Uh, we've got people from Reddit that, that sent us messages about this. Uh, so I'm really excited to get into this and we're all going to go around the room and talk about our own personal experiences. The reason why we're doing a paranormal, uh, dive lately is because we have a giant interview coming up next week with someone from the travel and discovery channel. His name is Brian Irish. He is a paranormal investigator that has been doing the investigating thing for the last like 20 years, almost as long as I've been alive. So um, we're really excited to have him on the show to talk about things. We've kind of been kind of lubing ourselves up for this. So, uh, aren't, aren't you thirty? Aren't you thirty? Yeah, it said almost my entire like. It's like two thirds left. Almost. Okay. You were ten when you started. Yeah, that's not almost your entire. I, I, yeah, not almost. Your almost entire my entire life. life. No, ten no, years out of my, my life. Entire is life. Almost, I'm almost, twenty. Oh my god! Would an average? <laughs> nope. Nope. Not not doing this. <laughs> Cut this part out. <laughs> but no, I forgot where the fuck I was at. Thank you guys. Ten fucking years, really. Keep this part in. <laughs> Ten fucking years. You guys. It's okay. Fucking... I'm in control of that. Jesus no, fuck. <laughs> anyway, where, were we, where was that? You uh, were talking nowhere. about the guy. You're uh, flicking a lighter there, like a pyromaniac. You said that we were all lubing ourselves up for it. I was gonna make a joke, but I, I, I don't remember now. Oh, God damn it. But. Your memory, my guy. <laughs> Well, I have had COVID so many times, like I, and it fucks with your memory. And that, and I've just been smoking weed for far too long, yeah, like at a young age. Like so. <laughs> Dude, I feel like shrooms awaken my memory. All right, where the fuck was I? It was we were talking about lubing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just start start from right here. So we basically have been getting ourselves ready for those kind of topics. We've kind of like just been seasoning ourselves with this kind of stuff. So to get into it, who's got the first ghost story? I got you. Ooh. Okay, Jake. Go All ahead. Right, take take the reins, baby. When I was a little boy, like five or six. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a like little boy. I don't know what this ghost did Hold to on. you, but. <laughs> the next the next line's going to be worse. When I was a little boy, five or six, I was about to get in the shower, right? I was home alone. I know great parenting. I was home alone. You were six and they left you home alone? That's not. My neighbor was watching me, but she's the neighbor. I was six Next when door. I was left home alone. Yeah, see, it, I turned out fine. There right? was a five year old. Oh, I don't want to add You're perfect. This, I don't want to add this to the show, but there was a five year old that just shot his like six month old brother. Like I'm the youngest child, though, so it's fine. I could have been out a sister. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you Jesus. a twin? Talking about my other one. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Damn, Tom. Fuck. Anyways, I was home alone, five or six, where right? I'm getting to the shower down in the basement, and for just some odd fucking reason, I look over in the mirror, and it banks. The mirror banks over the door, and I look, and there's a giant black figure standing in the doorway. Why does it gotta be black? 
God fucking damn it. Why you gotta bring up race? Yeah. I don't see color. There is this large entity that was a dark <laughs> color. <laughs> is, I don't, is that better? I don't know. Anyways, I just stared up for a little bit, and I look over the door. Nothing was there, and the door slammed shut. Again, I was home alone, and this figure was about as tall as the door completely, and I was, what, four foot two? I don't remember how tall you're you were. You're four foot two at five years old? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. I feel like that math doesn't add no, up. No, no, it's just a random, random you hit puberty at like three or something? Or <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> when Jake came out of the womb, he was already ready to serve the military. They were like, all right, give this yeah. kid a fucking gun. Let's go. They just put him in like youth baseball like as soon as he was shat out. Like, <laughs> well, anyway. I feel bad for your mom. <laughs> I, was yeah, a ten, okay? I was a 10-pound baby, all right? I, I feel bad for her. Are you shitting me? Dead serious. I was a 10-pound baby. So <laughs> was Tyler's kid. Yeah. So. Really? Yeah, yeah, he was so big that he had to cut her out. Two pounds, 12 ounces. Two, two pounds? That's what, that's what I was. Two? two pounds, 12 ounces, no and I shit. dropped down to a pound. Well, yeah, Holy he was fuck. twins. Were so you they premature? Were like three months premature. Oh, Jesus. shit. Do they know your mom was... Caring twins, or they knew they uh, she had to take like a bunch of like like that fertile medication to help get pregnant. But when she believed her water broke, the doctor tried telling her no, and my sister's feet were already kicking her out, kicking out. Damn. And so they rushed her in, and they could have left me too. They said they because uh, I was curled up like inside away. My sister was already to come out, but they could have left me in. But then like no, his uh because my umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck when they found out. It's that, nuts. I stopped breathing like three times. It got like, dark real quick. Yeah. I, yeah. I could not be here right now, 100%. Do I say sorry or? Well, no. Nah. Thank you. Yeah, you but. should say sorry because I wouldn't have to be in debt right now. That's fair. Adulting is awful. That it is. Yeah. All right, get back to the story. All right, so I look over, you know, the black figure standing in the doorway. Look over, there's nothing there. Door slammed shut. I get in the shower and was in the shower for an hour and a half till someone came home. I refused to leave the shower because. Did you leave the I water wouldn't. running? Yeah. You just sat in the shower? Yeah, it was cold water. I was terrified. I was going to say, you, like, what would you have done sitting there and suffer? If, like, you were sitting in the shower and then you, like, looked at the curtain and there was just, like, an outline of a figure in the bathroom? I would have tried to drown myself, I guess. I don't know. Like a turkey? I can see you trying to drown yourself like a turkey at the age of six, just, like, opening your mouth up. <laughs> right. Opening your mouth and holding your nose. It's like that skit on Johnny Bravo. He's, uh, like, staying outside with all the turkeys. Uh, I don't understand. What's going on up there? <laughs> he just keeps talking and talking, and he starts drowning. <laughs> He's like, blah, 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 blah. But then in that same exact house, probably, like, a couple months later, I was uh, in my room upstairs, and I looked. There was a nightlight on because the dark was terrifying. And I look at <clears throat> the wall where the nightlight was not on, and there's a giant, like, head shadow from nightlight. And I look over, nothing was there at nightlight. That's, that was terrifying. I, just, I would be as a kid. Yeah. I just sat there staring at the wall for the past, over the next, like, six hours. So how do you know it, it wasn't, like, you imagining a shadow did it did it move did it do anything or was it just like did it just stay there because like sometimes you can look at something and be like yeah it's there for a while i forget what that's called whenever you see something and you like, see a face within it it's um what the fuck's the, the word for it? sleep paralysis no it's sleep paralysis no, that's, that's something that's, else that's something else it's like whenever you look at like let's say like a rock and you're like oh i see a head your your imagination takes over yeah it's like a, a silhouette basically yeah. like you 
I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, like how do you how do you know it wasn't something like that? I just stared at it for too long, and it was well, yeah, a dark you look fucking at room, your, and your a, brain's gonna kind of take off and run with it. But yeah, but it was a dark room, and there's one wall with a light on it, and there's a no fucking head. Close my eyes, open back up, fucking head. So there was there was movement with this thing. No, it just wasn't there. There, I stared at it for a long time, and then it was gone. So did this did this like situation and scenario help you believe that ghosts were real or is yeah. this something this is just like the stepping stone to like oh that was really scary when i was a little kid no the black the black figure in the doorway really got me and that's when i knew they were fucking real because i saw it with my own eyes and i was home alone and i know like no one could be playing pranks on me because i looked over nothing was there and the door slammed shut that's wild what about you uh, Tom? so what we were just thinking of it's called face uh period Peridulia. Peridulia? When oh. you see uh, faces and stuff and common everyday objects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have never pulled that out of a line. No. I, thought no. were, I thought you were pulling it out. I don't think out. I'd ever have heard the second word until now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've, I've, had, I've had two experiences, uh, both after my dad passed away. One, oh, like, 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 how, how close though? Like, was it like the week of the? Uh, the day? first one was like the the week of he passed away because I had the first one was I had a basketball game in Bellevue and we middle of the game I was I had just stolen the ball was running back down the court and I shit you not I hear my dad yell go Tommy and I stop and I look around and my mom's looking around my sister hears it we can't find it anywhere. Like, I, we asked my coach, because nobody in that place besides my mom, my sister, and my dad called me Tommy. And we, we hear his voice, like, clearly. I stopped dead in the middle of that court. Yeah, I would have, too. And then he lost the fucking game, and everybody kicked go! his ass afterwards. <laughs> no, but, like, kidding. that was, it was, it was, like, it was one of the most shocking, like, experiences for me because i was you know still distraught i was 12 years old and he passed away he was distraught yeah yeah absolutely and like you just you hear his voice hoping he came back and it was like knowing that somebody else also heard it too it was made really made me start thinking that there was uh at least a something so does anyone else call you tommy or is it just still them he just said no well my my uh my aunts call me tommy my godmother so family really exclusively. Yeah, really exclusively. Call so me Tommy. am I allowed to call you Tommy? No. Oh, okay. I was, I was gonna, gonna say I have thing. literally never heard anybody refer to you as Tommy. Before. You will yeah. if you ever meet my sister. She calls me Tommy. Oh. So you're still Tommy. Which you normally, will at my wedding. Normally, when you go to a basketball game, you normally have buzzers and loud noises and people people cheering. There's at least uh, like 80 people in the in the. How did you hear that dad or your dad's voice or just that voice over? I heard it over everything. Like it, it was like it was like somebody said it right in my ear. It was like somebody said it loudly right in my ear. I heard it clear as day. Now, how it did was, that make like, you? Do, you? do you remember the feeling that you had when that when that? I like, looked around hearing, for him. I, I hoped it wasn't a dream. I looked around for him that because it was my like heart. it's it's it was sad. He he was like uh, that's like some shit you would see out of a movie. Like yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. And then you like, like make the game winning shot, and you know we won that game. But it was like it was like at, after that I wasn't focused on the game anymore. I kept looking around. I kept hoping to like catch a glimpse. Like that's, that's it. That like breaks my heart just hearing it. Dude, seriously though, it yeah, that's really touching and sad. Yeah, it really is. My right? my second one was in. The house my mom still currently lives in. It only happened once, and it was like forever one of the most terrifying things to ever happen to me. 
I, as a kid, always locked my door. I Because I, so my bedroom was in the basement. I had, like, a bay window on the one side. So you could literally walk in my backyard and look directly in my window. Hmm. So it was always, it was a little creepy. But I always pulled the blinds and stuff just so nobody could see me in my room. Always locked my door because I didn't like my mom and my, my stepdad or my sister just, like, walking into my room. Especially when I slept. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and I just I can't move I hear my my door open and it's locked and I just see a hunched uh shadow figure like slow like walk into my room and stare at me and slowly start walking towards me and it's like arms are basically dragging on the ground and I just remember like screaming in my head that if I don't move I'm gonna die isn't that sleep paralysis? I was about to That's ask. exactly but what I, that But I was like. able to move, and I always slept with a knife under my pillow because I was, How? you know, it was only it was only like a month into living in this new place. <laughs> Can we you? touch on that real quick? <laughs> Pretty oh, sure he oh. said, no, was that before or after the dad incident? I always slept with a knife under my pillow. Well, no, but I'm just well, saying well, like well, the That incidents. was after the dad incident because we still okay. lived in Jackson County. Gotcha. Um... You slept with a knife under. I your always bed. sleep with a knife. Okay, granted, there's, I uh, there's a, now knives. there's a knife in my bedside table, but yeah, there's always. A, I used to always sleep with a knife under my. Do you ever like roll around at night and like put your hand under your pillow and like is it open? Is it closed or is like? It was it was closed. It okay, had, it okay. has a cover Not over like... it. But that's what kills me is it had a cover over it, and I cut my hand open. When did that happen? That that night, as because I was screaming at myself to move, and if I didn't move, I was gonna die. So I basically like forced my body into adrenaline and i moved and i cut my hand open i felt the blade cut into my hand there was blood on my bed because right after that i passed out i was done i don't remember anything after that i woke up the next morning my bedroom doors wide open when it was closed when i went to bed there's no cut on my hand but there's blood on my uh bed like a, like a significant amount, or are Dude, we just like- just just some. Like I just like it cut my my. It's like it cut it open, it bled a little bit, and then it closed back up. What the fuck? Yeah, that's, that's wild. Terrified yeah, that's- me for for months. I was terrified of going. Just I didn't sleep in my room because I was like, I'm gonna see this thing every fucking night. So with your with the voice of your father, I want to touch on this real quick. Did that help you feel like there was some type of like afterlife? Like there was some kind of hope for us? I pissed on a church after he died. So no. <laughs> Because the first thing the first the first thing told to me the first thing told to me when he died was this was somehow in God's plan and I'm like it was in God and my response as a 12 year old was this is God's plan to take a father away from his two kids. Yeah, and that's why death is a hard thing to fucking. So like I I believe there's something, and I do believe that we have a spirit that if it decides or if we have any unfinished business we feel we can solve after we pass away that we'll stick around here because it's a, it's a sort of energy you know what i mean and that's what dylan and i kind of pointed out in the last episode of the uh the episode we did uh, for amityville we talked about if ghosts are real and he said that it, he felt like it's more of like a c- accumulation of energy like when it comes to like paranormal moving stuff and so like it's kind of like on the same path line as that so so it's like yeah it was a uh... I still, I used to go out to his grave every year. Mm-hmm. Like it's still. Oh, I, saw, uh, I saw your pictures from this last year. It's uh, it's still hard. It's always hard. Mm-hmm. But I like hearing. I think hearing that voice gave me a little bit of closure, but also a little bit of hope that because you always have like those movies and stuff where somebody dies and then all of a sudden years later they just show back up and you always kind of hope that there's still probably I still have a little bit of hope for that. 
granted, I'd probably punch him in the face if he did show up and be like, where the fuck have you been for the last 17 years of my life? But So right. do you believe in the thing where like the uh, the Cardinals come by? It's someone visiting you? That's a synchronicity. Yeah, that's, that's synchronicity, bro. That's like, uh, or like a form of reincarnation. That it would have to be like but the like same for, for cardinal, me, like every day. And doing... how do you tell the same cardinal every day? You can't. You can't. So how do you what? Well, like when you think of a cardinal, it's like <laughs> no, it's usually that's, that's somebody fucking, who that's has. That's the fucking point behind it, because like if if you, like for a cardinal just to show up and be like, that's that's my loved one. That's a synchronicity. You're gonna see that fucking bird eventually, and especially if that's their favorite bird, and you see that bird one time, that that one bird is gonna stick out more than any other bird that you see. You see a thousand birds a day. You see one cardinal, and you're gonna remember that one cardinal. So like for me too, it wouldn't have been a bird for my dad. So when he was flown from the hospital in Dubuque to Iowa City, uh, first of all, they, he was asking them if they were gonna strap him to the outside of the uh, helicopter. So at least he, he, his... he wanted to be strapped out. To, he wanted to get strapped to the outside of the helicopter. At least he had like some kind of like, <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> when we get out, when my mom went out to Iowa City, he's like, I saw cows and I saw a lot of farmland, but I didn't see any deer to take me deer hunting that year because he was told he was getting out of the hospital. That sucks. Uh, but that's what I would have, if like something would have showed up like that in our old house, it would have been a deer. It would have been like a buck or something that would have showed up after he passed away. But straight up like Harry Potter, you just see a deer yeah. Patronus show up and you're like, that's my dad. Protecting so it's me, like, it's a, it's a watching me. My sister would have been horses because she loved, we had horses with my dad and stuff. So when we kept a horse, her horse called blue, like uh, we kept that for years i think it survived like probably his best friend took care of it probably like four or five years after he passed away and then it finally passed away Hmm. but yeah it was it was a it was a real tough time yeah i'm sure for me as a kid so what about you riley i was gonna say whatever i'm gonna say definitely is gonna top that (laughs) um so i can account maybe two paranormal experiences i've had in my life um i'll say the not so scary one first. Um, it's both of them are actually when I lived in Homer as a kid. It's like a small town in Illinois, kind of close to Champaign. Um, so like a lot of times at night, I would go out and just ride my bike around the town just to explore or whatever. And there's a lot of older buildings in like the downtown part. Well, where the library was at, I rode by it on my bike and I looked up into the window on the second floor and I didn't see anything. And then I looked back again and I saw like an old lady standing in the the window and it freaked me the fuck out and she looked it wasn't like something from the modern day it was like an older woman in like a 1800s like dress victorian style dress just staring like right fucking down at me and we just kind of locked eyes for a few like a minute and i was just like uh, i don't know what the fuck to do so i finally just like kind of like snapped myself out of it got on my bike and just went home and it was just like I don't know what the fuck to think about that. Like this is I'm really sorry. weird. Like that would <laughs> honestly, be creepy as hell anyway. Well, what also sucked was like every night I would have to be the one to like walk my dog around town, and like there was this other building by my house. It's like an abandoned like store or something, and it looked like shit. And like I had never wanted to walk by it because I always felt like that lady or something <laughs> else was gonna be in there and just like come out and fucking get me or whatever. But anyway, the second one was when I still lived in that house in Homer. So I woke up in, like, the middle of the night one night, and, 
like usually like we had a lot of cats you can ask tyler like growing up i oh, had like yeah, a million had, like, fucking cats he had like an army of cats it was the the joke he lived in a castle house and yeah said we didn't him, have that many at this time but we still had like eight cats i think at max, <laughs> at max he had like 21 cats so uh kind of like off topic just from the amount of cats but like you guys know uh you guys know the impractical jokers yeah, yeah. you know yeah. joe gatto yeah, yeah. 26 mm-hmm. dogs that's insane that's too many he was Way like, he's like, many. we just rescue them and take them to the house. And I'm like, you're fucking insane. Dude, just to clarify food. on the whole cat thing, when I had 20, like when I was a teenager, uh, that was because we had two female cats that got pregnant at the same time. You're and fucking you lucky. You weren't and then, like, well, a lot of our cats were like outside cats, too. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Because we had like a pretty decent yard and everything. So they would just literally oh. like stay outside and hunt shit and mm-hmm. do whatever. Anyway, um, so I was, I woke up in the middle of the night and. Like, usually one of my cats would jump on my bed and sleep with me. So, just one of them, yeah. He only had, like, two or three that lived inside the house. Yeah, at the time, whatever. So, the cat jumped up on my bed, and my bed would usually, like, just shake a little bit. So, I was, you know, used to it. But then it jumped onto my bed, chilled for a little bit, and then got off. And I was just kind of awake, laying there, like, oh, well, what the fuck do I do? I guess try to go back to sleep. And then, like, a few minutes later... I felt my whole bed shaking like fucking crazy for like a minute straight. Like it felt like somebody grabbed just both sides of it and did this, like just shook it side to side. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then like, I kind of just froze for a second and like, didn't know what the fuck to do. And like, I looked at the foot of my bed, I didn't see a cat or anything. So I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. And then I kind of just like looked into like where my brother's room was at. And I just saw like a tall, like dark figure just standing there, like staring down at me. Uh, I just couldn't fucking move. It was just like full on sleep paralysis mode. Like I was just like stuck. And eventually like I kind of forced myself to just turn the other way and look at my wall. And then I don't know. I, w- I eventually fell asleep. It it's, was... it's, it always, I don't like, cause I read, cause it's fucking, sh- they're called, there's a different sport, a form of spirit called shadow people, which I will be going in an episode on the cryptid college podcast Ooh, for those. Plug, I like plug. it. I like it. Uh, but it's always, it's like sleep paralysis for me when it's happened is always like a thing of willpower. You feel like you need to move. You have to like force yourself like internally, like yeah. kind of like you said, like over and over again until you finally can move. And when you move, it feels like you're really weighted yeah. too. It's it's scary so, as fuck. Speaking of sleep paralysis, um, Carissa told me about one that she had where her her ex long time ago was in the like living room playing Xbox. She went to bed in the bedroom, door was cracked open, and she woke up, couldn't move, like you guys have been saying, and she said, like, there were four or five, I'm going to call them aliens, you know, strong episode for that, but four or five aliens just leaning over top of her, and, like, just trying to grab her, and she was fucking screaming at the top of her lungs, and, like, they just sat there staring at her, like, reaching out for her, and then they just fucking gone, and then she can finally move, she got up, and she goes, goes after her fucking guy, and he was, she was like, what the fuck? Did you don't hear me screaming? He goes, what? No, I didn't hear. What, what are you talking about? And she goes, I was screaming my lungs off. What the fuck? There were people in the bedroom like trying to grab me. And he was like, I didn't hear a damn thing. And she was like, what the fuck? And then just... See, I've never had any kind of bouts of sleep paralysis ever in my entire life. It's, it's like I've never had one since. Yeah. I've never had yeah. one since. I, I haven't had one in a really long time. I think it was like when I was a teenager. It was probably the last time I actually had one. I did have one more story, but I'm just going to kind of generalize it, and Tyler can agree with me here. My old house I had before I moved into this one. Part of my story's got that house yeah, in it, dude. Yeah, yeah. I 
we had so many fucked up like just supernatural moments. things happen just there. Moments. Like so when we went to move into the house, not we're not even there like twenty minutes. My cat goes into the hallway and I've never seen him do this before. Like he just sits down at the very end of the hallway and at the other side it's really dark because there's no windows in that area or whatever. And like he just let out this really fucking eerie like growl that I've never heard him do before. And then he started hissing and then he just walked away. What like the what fuck? the fuck was that? Yeah, okay, but there were like packing or packing back up. I kind of wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be I'm like the cat knows we're getting <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's, I need to remember that next time I go look for a house, just bring the cat with me. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. this thing needs to check it out here. <laughs> Seriously, this is my spirit detective. Seriously though, yeah, it's like something you'd see in an anime. Like yeah. there was like fuck Sailor Moon, maybe yeah. I don't that's know. That's why. That's why the Egyptians <laughs> loved them. Drop them off. <laughs> right, but then there was just like so many, and Tyler can tell you there were so many other accounts. Of just, like, weird, like, ghost shit happening. Like, I would hear people talking in one part of my house when nobody was there besides me. I had a door just, like, randomly shut by itself one time. You'd hear footsteps, like, in the house. Like, just really weird fucking shit. And after a while, like, it just didn't happen. Like, I lived there for about, like, three and a half years. So, like, after the first year, like, not much of it would really go on. But there were still a lot of times I hated fucking going home alone to that house. Because I'm like... Well, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Like, is this the night where I'm going to fucking finally see, like, the boogeyman or, like, some kind of fucking ghost? Or <laughs> You ever uh, you ever feel like you were being watched in the house? You ever yes. feel like you ever walk into a room and you immediately get, like, that ice-cold feeling of something's in here watching me? Oh, yeah, all the time in that house. Like, if I walked into my big living room, I always felt like somebody was watching me from the kitchen or, like, another part of my house. It would be, like, by the there. sink. It would be, like, a weird energy by the sink if you were, like, because <clears throat> he had two entrances into his living room. And, like, you would get up and you take the far one, the farthest one away from the kitchen into the his, like, opening room, I guess. Like, the yeah. door that you walk into from the front door. You would feel, like, almost like a presence to the left of you in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You'd look over and you wouldn't see anything. Like, every time I got up and I walked into that room, I'd immediately look over there and just keep walking to the bathroom, you know? Because you have to go through there to get to the bathroom. <clears throat> so... You would. It was like an eerie feeling in that house. Mm-hmm. I will agree with Riley. So I have a, uh, I have one that's not. It's not a. Well, I guess I wouldn't really know if it was a spirit or not, but it's pretty creepy. One of Rose's friends, uh, her family was followed. They don't know what it was. It was. She, they were followed by this thing that it had wings. She said it looked Mothman. human, but it wasn't Mothman. It wasn't Mothman though. Because it only specifically followed their family around. They moved three or four times. She said it would stare in the windows at her when she was a child. And eventually, when she walked out and told her dad, he didn't He didn't act surprised. He didn't act scared. He just told her to go upstairs, close your curtains. And he went outside. He sat outside all night one night, threatening it with a gun, trying to get it to leave his children alone. It finally left her family alone when he died. They haven't seen it since, but it followed. She's like, it followed us around for 14 years. That is absolutely terrible. So she was related to the Mothman, is what like, you're saying. Now. Like, <laughs> the what third episode for Mothman? But like, <laughs> but like, like, I, I guarantee when I when I have and for the Cryptic College, there will be. I'll have a first Mothman episode, and there will probably be more after that, just because there's always more information you can add to further episodes. Absolutely. You know, there's there's yeah. always something you can't get in that first episode. You gotta have callbacks. Yeah. So again, speaking of callbacks, again, whenever I hear Mothman, I think Mothra from Godzilla. God damn it! 
Mothra found a woman. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the giant keep... moth penis. Oh, stop. Giant <laughs> moth penis. <laughs> so I guess so I, so I guess it's my turn to go into it. Uh, I guess. I guess. We no, go. we're actually skipping over Good, you. Good, because I actually did both of mine in the Amityville episode that we recorded yesterday. You piece of shit. But the third one isn't. All right, just say well, let's hear it, all right then. then just say the third one. No, no I, I want everybody to have the like multiple. Two, so the fir- they're they're all relatively short. They're like Riley's length short. Like um, my length. I don't have much length. Just letting people know. It's all it's <laughs> just girth. the girth. I know I made it <laughs> super depressing in here with my story. <laughs> yes, I should have went last. <laughs> I'm gonna go cry later when everybody leaves. <laughs> It'll be a nice sediment. Now you know why I need a hug. We normally do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so m- my story, I've got three. My first one would be, I guess, let's just do the, the the new one, knock it out. When I was a little kid, I used to live in a house, a ginormous fucking house. And it was on the street called Logan. And that's almost the historic area of Danville. Believe it or not, Danville actually had one. Like the uh, security guard of Abraham Lincoln, one of them, one of his special special security guards, um, they, they, they lived in Danville. There's a house that's like reserved uh, it's been preserved for Abraham Lincoln's security guard. But uh, so we're in this part of town. We live in this house. And I have this room that's connected to the attic. Like there's a door that goes into a closet. But in that closet, there's another door that goes up to the attic. And I would hear as a kid, I wouldn't even sleep in my room. Like I, I did it for a while. I would sleep in my room and I would you know, kind of kind of ignore it. I would put on like a movie or something to try to like block out the sound. But at the top of the stairs, going to the attic, there was another door. There mm-hmm. was a third door. And you can hear it open and close and open and close all night long. I mean, I would have people stand in my room, and I would just be like, wait, wait for it. And then you'd hear, you'd hear an open and close. I'm like, see, why the fuck do you have me sitting here? <laughs> so I, after a while, I'd start getting scared. I never heard anything come downstairs. There is no draft up there. That was the very first thing that we checked on. Um, it, the, the, the knob wasn't loose. So you actually had to turn the knob to open the door. Mm-hmm. So I would have my parents in there and they're like, you know, just kind of ignore it. Just, just ignore it. It's okay. It's kind of really fucking hard that. to, yeah. they were actually, they were actually trying to sacrifice you to the, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing I want to, I want to somewhat address in the crypto college podcast is to be like, if you, like you as a kid, be able to look up that podcast and be like, here's how I could potentially protect myself. Yeah. So with, <clears throat> With the door opening and closing, I would get scared as a little kid, and Obviously. I would go sleep on my in, in my little brother's room on his floor, because it was the farthest room from my room. So I would open up the door, twelve o'clock, go lay down on his floor. My mom would come in to wake us up or wake him up, and she'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" I'm like, "I'm not sleeping in that fucking room, dude. There's no way, <laughs> absolutely not." <laughs> it, it, it it like it, the moment we moved out, it, it was like a, almost a giant sigh of relief because like I didn't have to get woken up by this door opening and closing all night, and it wasn't like a consecutive like boom, boom, boom. It was like. Boom, wait five minutes. Boom, wait ten minutes. Boom, wait an hour. Boom. Like, and it was just, it, it would, it'd be nuts. Uh, my second story is something that I told on the Amityville Horror. Riley can contest to how fucked, um, Jake can too. You, didn't, didn't you come to my house? My old house? To move yeah. out, yeah. I yeah. helped yeah. you move out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you, you weren't there for the fun. <clears throat> so that house was straight up, I don't know what was in there, dude. <laughs> 
I love that house, of, not going to lie. That's a good fucking house. The amount of stories you fucked. told me about that place while you were living there, like, he would just call me randomly and be like, oh, so this fucking happened today. Or, Dude, it was <laughs> like every week it was something fucking new. I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of there yeah. right now. Like, Dude, that place yeah. is so goddamn hot. You're lucky you got out of there when uh, Atlas was still a baby. Because if he started seeing shit. Callan. Or Ka- no, it was Atlas. Ka- Atlas was already five at that point. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah he was. was. Don't Wait, fucking lie to me. I like got him. That. How old is he now? S- almost seven. I had a full conversation with that. Longer with that. Out. He was three when I. Oh wait, now I remember. Yeah, okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I played. Him. I remember now playing with him on the porch. With uh, me and Jake were out there. He was like playing with tractors or some shit. No, I'm gonna pull a story up quick. Oh, He's fuck. playing with a Minecraft skeleton, and Talon walks up and he goes, "Hey, what's his name?" And Atlas goes, he's a skeleton king. He can do this. He can shoot arrows, and he walks around at nighttime, and blah, blah, this, and this, and this. And Talon goes, that's a really long name. <laughs> I laughed for so fucking long about that. It was stupid. Uh, <laughs> we drank way more than moved stuff into the... <laughs> yeah, we got fucked up. <laughs> it was a rough time. But the story, how that went, was uh, there would be nights where we could hear people going up and down the stairs. We could hear, while we were upstairs, we could hear uh, footsteps on the main floor. We could hear them just because it was hardwood, so you could hear just all day. All day. If you were upstairs by yourself, you could hear it. The fire alarm right outside our bedroom would go off at 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> I would sometimes. get that all. I would get snapped that all the time. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's 3 o'clock in the fucking morning and this thing's going off. How we ignored it. There was one time that Stephanie got legitimately scared and like wanted to move out of this house. Uh, we did the, the whole white people thing and just ignore it. Like anytime something happens, be like, "Oh, well, yeah. must, must like, be the wind." <laughs> uh, it's just just an old house. I love you, you know? guys. <laughs> like, and I know soup. You wanted to at one point, like, go to an asylum and shit, and like uh, I still spend the night. To. No, I won't do it. We're doing I won't, it for yeah. we're doing it for a show this, this, uh, October. this, this October. I won't we're do doing it. it. I I we're love the creepy this stuff. Is the first I've heard of this. Yeah. yeah see, <laughs> look at this. Hold on, we're going to last year. Hold on, we talk about it. There's an asylum. Let me ask. Like, don't interrupt me. Okay. Fucking asshole. Are you guys gonna use a Ouija board? Yes. No, then I'm not going. Yes. Yeah, I'm because, out. Because I'm out. Yeah. Sorry. Because okay, <laughs> forewarn you. Forewarn you both. If anything starts resp- if it doesn't go near the letter 8 or if it starts or I'm sorry. If it doesn't go near the letter any, 8. Like, my if favorite it starts, letter. If it starts <laughs> if it starts like when you don't ask any questions and you're trying to figure out what you want to ask and it starts moving in the f- 8 the letter 8 figure. That's a demon. Say uh, goodbye. If you don't say goodbye, it will follow you. Cool. So if it starts spelling out, if you ask its name and it spells out Zobo, you also say goodbye because that I will like fucking send you all into nightmares. I love how it's fucking April and we're going to completely forget about this come October. I'm going to remind you. I doubt it. Yeah, I Jake, will remind Jake, you. We, we've honestly had this plan for an entire year. Yeah, we're going to bring GoPros and stuff with that. I, like... Riley, I'm sorry. I'm not bringing a ghost home with so me. So my brother... Neither the fuck am I. That's like one of my biggest fears, honestly. Dude, we have... Okay, the, okay. Our house we or bought, it was as a kid, rather. Our house we bought, the old man, his name's Dan, he died in there. And we have this, um, what's that, scary witch thing in the living room? Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I don't fucking know. It's a little white death lady hanging Woman in Woman in white. Room. Yeah. And she started moving around every once in a while. I told Dan to fuck off every time. He'll stop moving it. So Dan's obedient. He listens. It's nice. So if someone else comes, if the other demons come into this fucking house and meet with Dan, they're going to have a clash. And if Dan loses... Be very upset with Dan. The Clash of Dan's. <laughs> Brought to you Dude. by Jake's Haunted House. <laughs> so, 
my brother. Well, hang, hang on just a I second. Say, I, saying, I haven't even I, I oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I wanted to, because that kind of That's not you, Tyler. Go fuck yourself. I haven't no. even finished my story. <laughs> no, but I'm trying to get back to that. What yeah. I was going to ask, <laughs> because you you told the ghost to fuck off. What, I remember you told me one time when your smoke detector was going off, you like swung <laughs> open your bedroom door and just started yelling, shut the fuck <laughs> up at it. And like you said, it stopped. It did. It did, it did. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. don't pay rent here. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so the first, the first week Stephanie and I lived in this house, this was the first indication um, that we, that we had at this house. There's something not right with it. It's we were moving in. And while we were moving in, um, Stephanie was in the basement doing laundry. That's where our laundry room was. I was on the main floor setting up everything. And upstairs, all that was upstairs was Atlas's room, our room, and the bathroom. That was it. And I heard a loud crash come from the bathroom. We didn't have the cats at this time. All we had was Willow. Willow is always glued to Stephanie's ass. So I know Stephanie's in the I don't know where Stephanie's at. I, th- I thought she was upstairs, but she wasn't. So I call up to her. Hey, Steph, are you okay? No response. Hey, Stephanie, are you okay? Steph, what's up? And I hear do, 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 come from, uh, from the upstairs to the downstairs landing. So I didn't hear anything come like actually down to the main floor. And then all of a sudden I hear Stephanie come up from the basement and come up to me. And she's like, hey, what are you okay? Like what happened? I was like, I, I don't know. Why are you down here? I thought you were up here. What's going on? And she's like, no, but I heard I heard a crash, and I was just coming to see if you were okay. And I was like, I thought that was you. What the fuck? So I went up there, and a bunch of our stuff in the bathroom was knocked over, like stuff in our shower, like up against walls, like you have, how you normally keep shit in the shower. Like it was knocked into the tub, and I was like, all right, that's, that's, kind, of, that's kind of fucking weird because these are full bottles. This is not something that you could just like – you know, the wind or something. You can't, like, really explain it off that way. Yeah. The wind in the bathroom. Oh, you had a fucking window in there. That's right. I did. I That's did. right. My, yeah, bad. Did. My bad. So um, there would be nights where we'd be sleeping in our bed, and our bed was right above the front door, and my entire house was almost hardwood floor. And we could hear somebody with boots stomping on the ground on the hardwood floor constantly. We had uh, the smoke detector. It would go off at, like, around 3 o'clock every every morning which they say is the haunting hour by the way yeah yeah three three a.m is the haunting three thirteen actually to be exact uh, it's oh. a bunch of tropes we talk about that in the amityville horror thing why I'm do sorry you do i wasn't fucking there i had a i had to work but why do you do this I why do you we're talking about ghosts in this fucking episode you're like i'm gonna talk about everything in the amityville horror so now they gotta hear it twice <laughs> no well no no that's that, that's what I, I talk about synchronicities and the because the 315 was 13 not going into it not going 313 let's get to your last story thank you (laughs) actually can i can i just intersect here for a second for uh so my brother so he didn't have really a haunting but he bought his first house in bellevue Mm -hmm. and he said it always just felt dark is what I like the best way to describe it. Always, he always had like an uneasy feeling. He never, he never had any door slammed shut. Never felt like he was being watched. It was just a very bad feeling. Well, he found out that maybe a month before he bought it, he wasn't told this that the previous owner had been robbed and decapitated in the basement. Oof! 
And I feel like they have to tell you that, right? Yeah, they have to. That's how we got out of the house because uh, it has to be, I think, like ten years, like ten years, yeah, ten years before they don't have to disclose the death in the house. Yeah, in a, a week, month. like a month, <laughs> a month before he uh, moves in and buys the house, they don't say anything. He was decapitated in the basement. He like collected all these expensive like, uh, like different art figurines and shit like that. So he had probably like ten grand in his basement. They told him after he asked. After he's like, "What? What the fuck?" He's like, "I just have this horrible feeling in my house." That's like, yeah, previous owner died. He's like, "I want out." That's that's reasonable, whack. especially if you get like vibes like that. But uh, on to my last story, I want to say uh, mine kind of goes with Riley's. It has to do with his house. Uh, you know, being in Dubuque, I would want to go and spend time with my best friend. So I'd make that five hour long journey and he, we would always set up shop in his office. You know, we get an air mattress and we, you know, that's how we'd sleep whenever we go over there. Or we'd, you know, eventually we started staying on the couch because. Oh, my bad. Eventually we'd start staying on the couch because I couldn't stay in his fucking office anymore. I didn't want anything to do with it. God damn it. <laughs> We'd start staying on the couch because we didn't want to. We didn't want to stay in his office. It was. It was. It was the worst fucking feeling ever. Uh, I had a night where you know, anytime I'd go to Riley's house on a weekend, we'd get pretty fucked up. Like, honestly, oh, hundred percent. Honestly, yeah. we would sit there and we'd get like a, a twenty-four pack and we'd kill it and we'd be smoking weed the entire time. And we'd be like, trashed by the end of the night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time. Yeah. So like four o'clock rolls around and like I'm the only one awake at this point in time. Riley and Jill are in bed. Uh, Stephanie's passed out. It's just me. Now I'm hearing just full on conversations outside in the hallway at Riley's house. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know what they were saying. I could just hear tones of voice being used. Uh, it sounded like, uh, it sounded like a man speaking. I don't know who he was speaking to, but I could hear, I could hear something and I, I, just words being said, but like the next morning I remember coming up to Riley and being like, yo, so I like heard something in your house and he's like, okay, so I'm not the only one. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude like, I don't, I don't know if that's like a good feeling or like a, oh fuck, I'm not the well, only one. It was of kind of a, for me, it was like, a, oh, so I'm not fucking crazy and I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. so, so I guess like, yeah, for you, it would have been like, I'm not crazy, but for Soup, it would have been like. Fuck! I it wish was, I was. Crazy. It was reassuring, <laughs> but like it, I, it was reassuring, but in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah honestly, because like like I said earlier, there was times where I'd just like sit in my office, you know, a room like this. I'd be on my computer, home alone, and I'd have my cat and my dog in the room with me, and I didn't own any other pets at the time, and I would just hear conversations being had in my fucking living room. You couldn't really make out any of what they were saying, but like he said, you just heard people talking. And then I'd like shut all my music off, and it would just get quiet. Yep, like, absolutely fucking quiet. And then like, there was one time it happened. Like I wouldn't even leave my computer room. Like I was too scared to like go get another beer or something out of my fridge. <laughs> I was like, dude, fuck. I don't know what the fuck's out fuck there. That but, I gotta like, be. I gotta be honest. I'm grabbing my gun and I'm gonna go look at it eventually. <laughs> dude, I gotta be honest, and I get some freaky ass feelings in my basement sometimes when i turn all the lights off and it, it's not even just like the light because i still have like the windows and the finish side so it still has some light coming in but it's just like every time i'm down there i'm like i'm fucking getting watched by something dude for me but like it's nothing malevolent it's nothing evil it's just i just feel like and it's not all the time it's just sometimes i feel like i'm being watched i i don't know what the fuck it is like especially for me like that house in homer i hated the basement like 
unfinished basements like freak me the fuck out kind of really yeah, ama- yeah. yeah like i like i don't even like being in my basement to go do like my cat's litter box i have never been in your basement same it's not you're probably honestly dude you probably wouldn't fit going down the stairs the way that, <laughs> no i'm not i'm being Get serious back, jake no because he's so fucking tall i'm like, going I, to the gym man i'm trying <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I can't say shit i'm fat as fuck um but no what? dude like dude see this gut you see this fucking gut He's got stretch marks. That's how bad his got. Yeah, I have. A, I a, was skinny, and then I found alcohol, and I got fat it's real what, quick. That's what happens. But like, no, like, there's a drop off from the wall or something that like it's hard for me to even fit through. Like, I have to crouch down while going down the stairs. One of these days, I'm gonna fucking fall. Is off it like the Tyler's basement then? No, it's actually. <laughs> I've hit worse. my head in his stairs several times. Oh yeah. Well, so <laughs> that, you know how like that, 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 yeah, yeah. where that drop off is like in his mindset's even lower than. That. Oh fuck. Yeah, it's oh, a no. it's a pain in the ass for me, and I'm like five foot nine, so oof. But no, I'm like just <laughs> dude, just basements and unfinished basements in general just like freak me the fuck out. I always feel like somebody's watching me or something, or like there's something lurking in the dark. Also, just like being a kid and seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like around the time I lived in my old house, did not help with basements for me at fucking all. So, so were you gonna say something, Drake? I was going to, but go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. I'll let you. you go ahead. I, I've, I've talked a lot. I'll let you. That's go ahead. fair. Okay. Well, one night, one night, I woke up in my old house in Worthington. I just woke up completely, just out of fucking nowhere, and I was staring. At, like I woke up looking at my chair in my room, and there was like this old lady sitting there. I didn't like get freaked out or anything. I was like, it's I, always I, old ladies. I can you. move. Yeah. Like it's not paralysis, but I can move. I just kept staring at her. What the like, fuck I was is like, it with these old ladies haunting people? Like, granted, but, okay, an old lady did die in my fucking house yeah, before I bought it. Or, or right now? No, 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 no. Okay. That, that was Dan, the, the guy at my house currently. It was Dan. There's some thirsty Jake's bitches. Out there I swear, like, killing old ladies. <laughs> they're like trying to sneak a peek at your dick or something while you're no, asleep. No, dude. She okay. It's what happened to her. She was sleeping in her chair and then just never woke up. I guess, oh. and no one knew where she was at for like a week and a half. And they went to go find her, and, like, she was sort of decaying in her fucking chair. Yeah, I bet. Ooh. Yeah, oh, so. Rough. Yeah, I woke up to her sitting in my recliner, and I just woke up and stared at her for, like, a good half hour. I didn't do anything. I wasn't, like, nervous. You kept the recliner that she died No, in, no, no. It wasn't the <laughs> You cheap fuck. No, just kidding. I'm that poor. I need the deadly recliner. No, um, yeah. I just kept staring. Like, it was just neat to look at. I don't know why. So. I wouldn't have been thinking that. I'd be uh, like, I'm like, I it's like, you? that's not normally there. I mean, I'm going to look at it while it's here. I would be like, can I fucking help you? And then she just turns her head like the exorcist, like shoulders don't move or anything. <laughs> no like, fucking way. So I'm going to go now. I, I got to ask you guys. So, like, when something like that happens, like, you guys, some of you guys have said that you guys have had stories where you don't, like, try to confront the thing. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Is that is that what it is? You think it's just, like, a generalized it's, fear? And, and like, the fact is, like, and the, the fact for it, if you try to confront something you know nothing about, if you go in half cocked, you're gonna come out fucked on the other end. I guess. If you like guys, the, it doesn't matter if it's it's a guys, ghost and or if it's a shadow person or if it's a creature. You're like or your sleep paralysis demon. Like you can make it worse. You can make it better. It's a fifty fifty shot for you to try to figure that out. So with my question, I have to ask: um, when something like supernatural or spiritual or alien ask do you guys try to uh disprove yourself like what you saw do you try to like answer away what kind of question like if you see like a you know a, a beer can slide across you're like oh uh must been uh the magnetic no. tech 
tectonic plates in the earth just moving at just this shifting yeah. at this exact moment. Just something <laughs> stupid. Just something. The wind. The wind. And that, it. Like, no, I don't think. As I've got older, I haven't really tried to rationalize it as much. I'm just like, oh, that's a fucking ghost. Younger, yes. <laughs> younger, I. The younger you are, I think, the more likely you are to sit there and be like, rash and rationalize it because you have you have a higher fear. And I did just remember what I wanted to say before Jake. It's like, look at us as as a species, how we live. All right, so I have uh, a story called Underpants. <laughs> yeah, I got a little giggle out it's of the that. underpants gnome, isn't it? All right, there was a man who was always always known to wear two pants of underpants. When he died and when his wife... Sorry, one sec, what? Start that the whole thing over yeah. here because I talked in the middle of it. My bad. You're fine. I have a story called The Underpants. There was a man who was always known for wearing two pants or two pairs of underpants. When he died and his wife was dressing him to be buried, she only put one pair of underpants on him. After the funeral, the old man's ghost could come back to the house. Every night, the stroke of midnight, the old man would walk into the front door and, you know, confront her. The wife was so scared that she moved away after house, after house, after house. The ghost kept following her. And so eventually, she couldn't stand anymore. And one night, her husband's ghost came walking in and she asked him, Why do you keep coming back? What's the name of God, or what in the name of God do you want from me? He looked at her for a long time and finally, he said, Honey, please give me a second pair of underpants. And she did. Never came back. Dun, dun, dun! Who is phone? Who is phone? <laughs> it's, it's fucking I hate dumb. You. I hate you. That is so dumb. But could you imagine, like, if you were known... That just reminds to... me of the kid stories, Captain Underpants. Oh, it's a good fucking oh, I used to love those as a kid. But could you imagine, like, not or being known for wearing, you know, two underpants for, sake a long time? And your wife sh- doesn't know you Yeah, like and that? doesn't fucking bury Does you this guy just have, like, a fear right. of shitting himself or something? No. Or, <laughs> all right, like, all right, Jake, Jake, kinda... you won me over with that. Like, not now pointing that out, be like, my wife. That my I, wife. That should have known me. <laughs> being like, all right, when he dies, I only want him to get him one pair of underpants, even though he's always worn two. Yeah, it's like me. I'm oh, I'm never in shorts. Have you guys seen me in shorts? Like, I'm gonna bury you with a thirty Once. pack. That's fair. Maybe the keg. It's more fair. Nah, you know what? Bottle of mead. Then we can dig you up. Why not fifteen years later and I'm gonna, then drink the mead. I'm gonna bury you. With, <laughs> I'm gonna bury you with bush light, and then I'm gonna drink a bunch of Coors Light, piss on your grave. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be honored. <laughs> God, I could have I could have made this even more depressing, but I'm not going to. Don't go there. <laughs> Okay, but there's another story though. Uh, there was a there was a, uh, a a mom and a little three year old boy who went to a food restaurant for lunch. The boy finished lunch quickly. And he asked his mom, "Can I go to the ball pit to play?" And she watched as the boy, you know, crawled in the ball pit and was sliding down slides and jumping, jumping around, having a good time. And then he'd been playing for about ten minutes, and all of a sudden he stopped, began to cry loudly. The mom rushed over to her son, picked him up, and asked what's wrong. The little boy just wailed and pointed to his butt. His mom pulled his pants down and saw two little red marks on his butt cheeks. She then thought that it must have sounded something sharp. And so she looked on the ho- she looked on the ball pit, saw nothing, took him to the hospital instead. The doctor said that he was bit by a fucking snake and it's been poisonous. He got an antidote for it. What are your thoughts on that one? Do you think snakes in the fucking ball pit, my guy? Was it was it a ghost snake? Like, where's the story? Yeah, I don't going? know. I thought we were fucking tell, Slytherins in this shit. Are we talking about Harry Potter now? You don't fucking no. You only see those like uh, those the stories where like they get claw marks in their back, their on their back, or 
on her stuff legs. like that. Yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. But well, who I missed would... it. I missed that whole thing. Yeah, because you're on your fucking phone. Well, no, I meant like Piece I missed like the fucking how the, how it's a ghost story. I, like I still don't understand. Because he was because, in a ball pit and there was yeah, no snake in there. And there's like, no sometimes like people that get possessed or something like that, they'll they wake up in the middle hurt. of the night and ghost have like stars snake. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more I'm more on board with Tom and Riley right now about ghost. I mean, I think the ghost snake's a good theory. You know, what if somebody did put a snake in that ball pit and it died? Where to go? Pull back out. I mean, the spirit's still there. So we always talk about torturing kids. We always talk about like ghosts that like terrify you. You know what I mean? Shit like that freaks you out. I read a story on Reddit where this woman was she was in the passenger seat of the car. Her husband was in the seat next to her, and they had a kid in the back. And she was always a stickler for she never put her she she started out saying she never put her feet on the dash she never put her feet up because she was always told to keep your feet down in case you got into an accident. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, I, did. I just saw a video of that. But cool. she said she felt like a voice in her head was telling her put her feet up, and it basically like forced her feet onto the seat. And when she realized she as soon as she realized that her feet were coming up onto the seat. She pushed them back down. She's like, no, that's not how this is supposed to go. I don't know what I'm doing. She looked around. Nobody's saying anything. Here's it again in red. Put your feet on the seat. She's, her body unconsciously puts the feet onto her seat. And she's moment she realizes it, she puts them back down, looks at her husband, and she's like, are you saying anything to me? And he's like, no. He's like, what? Are you hearing anything? She doesn't say anything. And a little bit later, it's it says it forcefully tells her put your feet on the seat and she puts them up there and leaves them there not five seconds later a car cuts out in front of them and the husband swerves off the road and they crash into a ditch and the front of the car pushes on her side all the way up to the seat if she wouldn't have put her feet on her seat she would have lost both her legs Damn. So this is more about like the helpful. There's more about like the, the ones, helpful ghost the that like just angels. like yeah that's that that or like something happened to that is trying to prevent it happening to other people. But like it also got me that if if this so this is always taken with a grain of salt when people put stories out on Reddit or something like that. But it also fixed me like the ghost was like this is going to happen to you so maybe it happened to them. And that's how they were able to reach out and be like, put your feet up, otherwise you're going to lose this or die. You know what I mean? Like, that that was like a full, like, future type thing where this ghost, before the accident, was like, put your feet up because this accident's going to happen. Kind of like a final destination premonition yeah. or something. Yeah. That sort. That I, I think I think what you're area. saying lines up pretty well. That would make sense, you know. I can. I think it's the that. I think it's the personality of and the belief of how you die and how many regrets compared to how much happiness you had in your life make you out to either be a spirit that has some form of vengeance or a spirit that has some form of malicious intent. Well, yeah, or uh, like helpfulness, yeah. like malicious intent to helpfulness. It depends on who you are as a person because you may not even come back because I think it also depends on how strong those feelings are to stay on a certain plane and be able to interact with our with our plane. You know what I mean? When uh, a few years ago, one of my best friends passed away, he killed himself by accident. I know that sounds fucked up, but it's actually what mm-hmm. happened. And um, we were we. It took us, like, about a month to get the funds for him to get cremated. 
and we had like a psych or like a medium if you will like that worked for the funeral home Shut um, talking with us like about like where his spirit was and stuff like that and i remember mainly that she was saying he was basically just kind of drifting around like the earth like in our area where we lived like trying to like solve like things that or, you know just basically take care of unfinished business and that like she was saying he was upset and that you know like he was just really lost because like he didn't expect that to happen and stuff like that and she also i want to say like what the fuck was it i want to say like she said that basically he was just really fucking angry and like which makes it's it's the acceptance part is if when you, i believe when you die like if, if like especially in a sudden sudden death yeah. Like if you have to if you don't accept that you that you died, you'll never move on to whatever's after that. Right. And that's basically what she was saying is what he was trying to do was like rationalize everything. But mm. I'm not using like the best words to explain it, but like the way she explained it to us when she said like the specific things that he supposedly did or did not say to her, it sounded exactly like fucking yeah. him. Yeah. And like she didn't even really know this guy at all, so like it almost I was like, I. It's almost too real to not believe, you know. My funeral my, home. This funeral. This specific funeral home had a median. That's what I was told. I mean, it's it we was went. one of their Sorry. workers that was also like a psychic median too. Like it didn't really like make sense to that me at like, first. I'm like, I feel like that's kind of sketchy, but at the <clears> same time, I mean, like with all the shit she was telling us, I'm like, dude, that makes perfect sense. I mean, that's, when you were exactly saying it, I was what, like, I mean, it's Tony. I mean, he yeah, he was yeah. really angry. I uh, we went to one with my I went to one with my mom and my sister for a medium, and she would bring up stuff that like she brought up our father. And stuff, and she—I can't remember what it was. She brought up like my sister was bawling her eyes out. She brought up something that only my sister knew that my dad had talked to her about. And she would call out, and be like, "Is anybody? Yeah, does this sound familiar to anybody?" And nobody else would have known except for my sister. And like it was—it's—it's it's always, especially at that point, my uh, my grandfather had also passed away, and so my mom was hoping for something as a feedback from that. But she didn't get anything. She wanted to do a private session trying to find that. But I believed that my grandpa lived to God, probably closer to 90. And I believe because he had lived such a full life that he had no regrets and there was no contacting him. Right. He didn't have a reason to, like, remain, like, in that plane. Okay, so I'm a huge skeptic about about these uh, readings. Mediums. Mediums. Because so am I. So I was too before this. Hold on, you you just heard like you just said your friend Tony was roaming around the area, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's say you go to like. Can California. we bleep out his name? Actually, I feel really bad about dropping. Yeah. It. I okay. Was, that's, I was going to say something. Fine. We can. Yeah. That, that's my bad, man. Because you you. No, you were, it's it's okay. You were being elusive as possible, and I fucked up. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Okay. So let's say you go. Let's say the spirit is roaming around. You know the area where they they passed away at. And then you go to, like, California or D.C., like, to a bigger city and go to one of them. Does that mean if they do what you want to hear, does that mean the spirit is following you? Or I thought they always stay in the one fucking area. No. That is a common misconception. Like, uh, a ghost. So, if, like, okay, so they'll stay in a one in one area if that's where they're died and they can't accept that they died that way. That's when they haunt that place. 
Okay. But if it's a sudden death and they can't they can't accept that, they'll haunt anywhere. They'll get attached to anything that's similar to them. Okay. So it could move. It could be. It could usually yes. It's it's the place where they died or something that, bring, like the porcelain dolls I brought up, their hair, like anything of theirs that they're attached to, they bring with them. I but know those can travel. Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say I know my friend's mom who's still alive. She's told me on multiple occasions. She's like, I see him all the time. Like I, I've seen him. I hear him sometimes. Stuff like that. And you know, I was kind of like. Not really angry about it, but I was just like, damn, you know, I wish I could see yeah. him and hear him and, you know, like, okay. have those moments you see in TV, like, where you're actually, like, you know, you see and you're just talking to, you know, your your former friend or whatever. And I've had dreams where he's shown up and I felt like he was communicating with me. Same with my dead grandfather. I've had that happen, too. Yep. And, like, moments before, like, really serious shit, too. Like, so. So I do you see like them, like, or did they see them in person or in pictures? Like, I, in, it's, in person. Okay. Yeah. Because I know I've, in pictures, like, I think it was my my aunt or my mom took a picture of my grandpa's house after he passed away. And, like, it was starting to go to, go to shit. And they saw a, a face in one of the windows upstairs, which no one ever fucking goes to because the place is littered with spiders. No one should go up there. It's awful. But uh, I guess they saw a face that looked just like him. And, like, that's... I just feel like in photographs, it's easier to see them than in person. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard, like, you can capture, like, part of their spirit, like, in photographs. Like, there's some science behind it, I think. I can't remember specifically what it is, but I want to say that's a thing. So... I don't know. I don't know. Like About I didn't. What? I didn't. I didn't have like I. Riley's right. I whenever he would, you know, whenever you would hear people say, you know, I, I saw X person at this point, they're dead. You know, I I've never experienced anything like that. I would kill to to, to have that just one time. Yeah, like so one more fucking time would be perfect. So I I also kind of attribute that not happening to me to another thing too because I've also commonly heard that. Which I guess this could apply to a lot of things. It's like spirituality is like as real as you lean into it. Like, so me personally, like I've always, I do believe in it. I think it's exists. I think, you know, paranormal things are possible and they have happened. They've happened to me, obviously. I've talked about it. But the level of it that I try to keep myself at is like part of me is still in disbelief because I feel like if I've leaned too much into it, then bad paranormal shit's going to happen to me. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So like if you, if you believe so, like if you believe so much into it, your mind will trick you into seeing more shit maybe, or it could potentially happen. I don't know. I mean, that's just kind of where I'm at with it. Like I want to stay like ignorant, to it to a certain degree yeah know, if that makes any yeah, sense you know it's like, understandable. it's like blissfully ignorant of that kind of shit happening yeah. because i'm not putting it out into the world if that makes sense no i would i would love to see like uh like like my grandpa i would love to see him one more fucking time sitting yeah, in a chair I'd, drinking I'd, a glass of pepsi like I'd, i would fucking love to see that, that but same here i'd love to have my grandfather's grandfather 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 <laughs> grandfather spirit show up and have a fucking beer with me and just talk to me yeah i didn't so... really get to know him that well as an adult so so like i i personally like this is a personal kind of belief like if you have a loved one that is still either around or like 
is willing to answer. Like, if you have that strong of a feeling, I believe that you'd they'd come to you more in a dream that actually like manifest outside. Yeah, it I would, was, it would be. I was yeah. actually just talking about that, like how like, that's happening. <laughs> but <laughs> but then again, with my dream, let's say like two days ago, I had a dream where I couldn't run my dishwasher because the storm was going on. I can't have those good dreams. Yeah, I don't know. I don't fucking dream. I wish. It's just yeah, black it's, and I wake up. If I dream, it's, you know, Carissa telling me you can't do dishes because it's storming outside. Is that a nightmare <laughs> or, like, a dream? Like, I woke up and was like, ready to do dishes before the storm hit, and I was like, dishes, but can't do them so, when it's storming out. Wait a fucking second. Since we're getting on the subject of dreams, uh, I had a dream the other night that I worked at Taco Bell again, <laughs> and it was almost like a nightmare because I just didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> it like, sounds like a nightmare. I was just like <laughs> making food, and I kept fucking it up, and I wasn't going fast enough. Wait, you worked there or went there? I worked there. He did. Oh, he did okay. work there. That was, was my the, first job. I thought, like, your he nightmare... Was the- he was so, the best Taco Bell employee ever. He looks like yeah. a Taco I Bell employee. I thought your employee. nightmare was like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought no. your nightmare was you went to Taco Bell and did not bring exact change. Oh no, no, no. it was that, that was I, bullshit. My nightmare was that like I worked there again and like I had fucked up my life somehow. From like I went from being a mechanic like I am now to being a fucking Taco Bell worker. Which no offense to Taco Bell workers out there, but I've done the shit and it sucks. They yeah, make bank so. though. They make bank now. They make like now, sixteen, seventeen dollars an hour. I made eight twenty five when I worked. At I made nine twenty Dairy Queen managers. I mean, <laughs> you were a Dairy Queen manager. It was yeah. No fucking way. Dead serious, Manchester. When? Uh, when I was 14. Okay, I Wait, what store? How the fuck? No, hold on, hold on. What I store? S- Manchester. Okay, no, that's why. I started that's working why. at 14, 14 or 15, and I got manager when I was 16. Because I worked at Dairy Queen, too, but I was never allowed to talk to the people because... I told my... Okay, I was manager one night, and the store owner was working with me. He was under me. He was, quote-unquote, training. He goes, treat me like I'm an employee. Can I, so can I was I like, fuck oh, fuck you, yeah, all right. Can I, can I make a fucked up joke real quick? Go Before, ahead. I, I was just going to say, and don't take offense to this, Tom, but... I could just see you working at Dairy Queen because you said you weren't allowed to talk to people. You're just like handing somebody a blizzard. They're like, thanks for the blizzard. And he would just be like, yeah, my dad's dead, you know. <laughs> just something. <laughs> yeah, my dad's dead. So, all right. I, I'm going to. I'm going to say this story. Oh, my God. I should have been fired. Oh, shit. So I was I, I only worked in the kitchen. I wasn't even allowed to hand the food out. That's okay. that's how bad my people skills with with fucking I sales. Mine are bad. I yelled at people all the time. I told people to fuck off. So did I. Yeah, like I was the person. Like if there was a rude customer up front, I was the person they called to kick the person out. I wouldn't kick him out. I would just yell at him because I was a good asshole. But so this person, this, I I had a headset on and I didn't know. I muted myself, and then I didn't know there was somebody in the drive-thru, and I walked up to the guy taking their order, and I just went into his ear, and I was like, I'm going to rape you. <laughs> and, the, and the fucking people in the drive-thru heard me, <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck was that? And I'm just like, oh, no, bro. <laughs> I, um, I don't want to get too carried away with fast food stories. I'm going to say my last bit on it. Um so, like, when I was working at Taco Bell, it was my first day on drive-thru, and I was pissed because I knew that was, like, 
one of the busiest <laughs> spots you can work. Sucks. But after a while, like I learned, I was just like, you know, this is easy because all I got to do is stand in one spot the whole time. I'm not running around the whole fucking like kitchen or like, oh, okay. you know, helping you guys working bigger, staring yeah, at a I line do. of people, like getting more nervous, whatever. Anyway, so I would make 12 burgers at a time at Dairy Queen. I wasn't even on drive through for more than like 20 minutes. My first day, it's like four o'clock on a fucking like Wednesday. So we're busy. Wednesday. Everybody's getting dinner, whatever. And somebody pulled up to it and it was just like, hello, and started taking their order. And I thought it was my mom. She had dr- just dropped me off at work. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and it sounded like her voice too. So I'm like, she's doing this to fuck with me and maybe she wants food or something. So she said, like, oh, yeah, I want this, I want this. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> and no. she, was like, she was just like, what? And I was just like, um, uh, it's 825, pull around. <laughs> and then she, I'm like, dude, I hope that was my mom. I hope that was my mom. And then she pulls up. It was definitely not my fucking oh, mom. Bro, I <laughs> feel that. My, my favorite fucking being an asshole moment. Okay, we had a line of drive through like 18 cars, right? And no one in the dining room. And this chick gets the window, and she, I was like, hey, it's like 14 bucks. She goes, I've been waiting in line for 45 fucking minutes. Why did you guys faster? I'm like, man, there's no one in the dining room. You could have came out of your car, walked in, and been in and out in three minutes. And she goes, well, I didn't want to get out of my car. I'm like, then fucking wait. I don't care. And she goes, I want to talk to your manager. I go, like, all right, fine. He's like, I close the window. Wait about two seconds. Open the window. Hey, what's up? <laughs> and she goes, what? I'm like, I'm the manager. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with that, I think we're going to close things off. Uh, I'm so glad that you guys stuck around. Thank you for checking out Men of Misfortune podcast. You can follow us on all of our socials at Men of Misfortune. We have a Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. If you're holding your phone right now listening to this app and this 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 podcast, hit the fucking follow plus whatever button that you have. Click it. Follow us. Find the new episodes that are coming out. Next week we have an interview with Brian Irish between Dylan and I. Uh, in the next few weeks, I think in May, Riley and I are going to be on a podcast about horror movies. Uh, we've got a, a bunch of things coming up for this show. Check out our Patreon where we've got bonus content. Dylan and Mason will be posting videos with them playing Tarkov together. There's also uh, Tom's show that's coming out. We'll be posting the first three to five episodes on there. So you'll get some weeks with two episodes, uh, depending on when we upload them. But he's also going to have his own channel. So once you know our five episodes are up with them, you're going to want to go ahead and follow Cryptid College Podcast on wherever you guys get your podcasts from. With that, I am your fearless leader, Tyler Campbell. I'm Riley Wallen. I am Tom with the magic wand. And I'm your reigning dipshit. I actually really like that. <laughs> I <laughs> like that, That too. was good. Stay misfortunate. And always listen to mom. And we're out. Fuck everybody. I got it before you. Stay thirsty, my guys. Don't stay thirsty. I feel like we're going to get sued for that. And please drink Bush Light. <laughs> this is a Bush Light sponsored ad. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. We probably could. They'd probably sponsor anything at that point. Thank you for joining us. Remember, always listen to mom.